0: Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with a married Mike and a married Laurent. It is Friday, October 8th. In this episode, uh, Arsenal and Spurs are doomed and they didn't even play. The Nations League is fun. But first, Mike, you're married and you're back.
1: I am. It's going to be uh, back. You're in charge.
0: Uh, I'm two episodes in. <laughs> uh, what do you want to talk about, my friend? Well, no,
1: first of all, those were pretty good episodes. Not going to lie. I, I enjoyed them. I had... Eighteen fucking hours to to drive back down to Florida this week. So I listened to both of them. Um, it's good to be back. It's good to be home. But I mean, it was really good to see you. Really, uh, this is the first time since what twenty sixteen I think I saw you. So about f- five years, five and a half.
0: It was so good to like give anything. you a hug.
1: Um, hey, the, uh, the first time I've seen you since we started the show, which is kind of crazy. Um, but no, it was uh, it was overwhelming uh, to yeah, have. I'm surprised people- you didn't
0: cry. I would have cried. All right.
1: Cry. So I will admit uh, that uh, coming as she was coming down, and it was kind of funny. My aunt was in like the fifth row. As yeah. she's coming down the aisle, she looks at me. She's like, he's crying. And I went, and I like, snorted one back hey, into my eye. You're I'm like, no, to I'm cry. not. Um, yeah, I, I cried I at human. my
0: wedding when I saw the Puerto Ricans, and all I could think about was my dead uncle who wasn't there.
1: Uh, was um, no, it was I, I it was it was almost uncomfortable, like being in that room, being showered with so much uh, love. And, and her family is amazing and huge and fucking crazy. So I knew that they'd be a lot of fun. Uh, and my guys on my side are, you know, I, I know that my family, my friends, guys, like I heard you were at a pretty fun table. Uh, I heard uh, one of our one of our buddies who listened to the show, Mike O'Connell was telling me how much fun he was having at his table. So um, no, it was it was a great it was a great night um and at the end of it uh i went back and had sex for the very first time ever wow that's very that. catholic of you good for yeah, you good yeah, for yeah, you yeah. first time ever never <laughs> never did it before uh, yeah, i hope seconds. you had some
0: viagra cuz there were a lot of things flying around in the, in
1: the, in
0: the meals no
1: it was awesome it was awesome uh, <laughs> did you did you
0: wrap your penis in filet mignon cuz there was a lot of that going around
1: there was a lot of flaming. you know it was big big portions um no it was <laughs> real real was fire good. hydrants worth the place I don't think we're doing were dick any... jokes
0: we, we're downgrading to dick
1: good I we're don't happy. think there were any football references at the wedding Chelsea no. dagger played no. for the entrances that's that's a London thing but no, not no, no. really that, that wasn't the inspiration for it but no um no it was it was it was a an unforgettable night so so I, so I but let's go back we, we
0: haven't got your take on the doom that was spurs and then the out of the blue performance of aston against aston villa i thought that was incredible uh, was i don't know weird. how much you watched but i did I watch like, that whole game i was like what I didn't the fuck get to see i just any... bet against this team i heard and, about and that they, yeah. and they showed up like suddenly yeah, was like i, oh, um, I got this
1: <laughs> i didn't get to see any of liverpool city and i still haven't even caught the highlights but i've heard all about it i i read all about it i just didn't get to see it yet um, it was good. but yeah, it was I watched really the whole good. Spurs match, um, before I was on the road. I don't, I don't even yeah. fucking know when I, where I was on Sunday. Um, very interesting. Um, I heard you talking a lot about Eric Dyer and I don't disagree, but he he's has the one been, who's got to
0: go. He's, but the one. he's
1: been better than last season. In yeah, fact, it, when he, we won three games, he was one of the, the, the again, backbones weak link. Right? Sure. He's he's the
0: weak link that they have to protect. Well, yeah. So it makes you sit the two deep, right? And you can't, you have to be counterattacking. If he was better at defending in space, you wouldn't need him to be there. So whether
1: whether it's him or it's Sanchez, and by the way, I was thinking about the show before and I was like, we're not going to talk about Tottenham because it's an international break, but I guess not. Um, no, I mean we
0: we can't we can talk no, about no, no. whatever we're. Free. I was excited.
1: I was like, I don't know. Everybody's those listening is like, I don't want to fucking hear about Tottenham. But sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> um, well, no, I wanted
0: I mean, to hear about Tottenham because I lost. Uh, I was like, that was the surest bet of Aston Villa, like kicking yeah. on and taking out Spurs, well, and they just didn't.
1: Friend of the show, BJ, uh, followed yes. you on that, and he was very upset, so I was kind of <laughs> laughing at your expense. Well, now that
0: I know, I'm going to take more responsibility on that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. people <laughs> listen to you. You have real power. Uh, yeah. Don't tail my college football bets, because that yeah. was the only oh. unhappy part of last weekend. I got my So Spurs,
0: but now, I, actually, I'm all over the place. My favorite player in the league is uh, is going to jail, maybe?
1: My oh, friend, he's basuma. my yeah, friend basuma.
0: so uh my top 10 bet for brighton is in trouble uh <laughs>
1: because he's, he's gonna be a big loss and i think apparently the, I think I was bas- like sexual yeah. assault
0: yeah That's i mean listen he, it could be it could be uh being black in england might be one of the calls i'm sure he did something that wasn't right <laughs> well, but yeah. uh uh, it doesn't look good for Benjamin Mendy and Eve Basuma. So there is something called Prison FC that the, someone is collating all the players who get arrested and disappear. It's a pretty good side at this point. Yeah, they're, they're uh, playing
1: them really, on FIFA. They, they figure the good. chemistry will work because they're playing yeah, in the same yeah, yeah, penal yeah. you
0: know? Uh There are some really bad dudes in there. Like Rubinho is like a like raped a 14 year old, which is really Adam bad. Johnson. Adam Johnson. My team had a pair of real winners. I mean, these are bad dudes and I really hope that Basimo didn't do that. But I mean, granted, I don't know him. I just know him from, you know, watching him play right. and I really loved him. And he was really making uh, my boys in Brighton go, who had an incredible performance against Spurs. I mean, against Arsenal did everything but score. Mm-hmm, uh, they mm-hmm. put
1: the whoop on them, but now uh, they're in trouble. Like, is that, that like classically Brighton? Is that like, like, no. Like Spursy is a thing. Is that like Brightony? There is no point? Brightony. Like, <laughs> that that that's it though, isn't it? Like, uh, we dominated you, and we had two shots on target, and it was a zero-zero draw. Like, I feel like, or we lost in the last five minutes, right? Like, yeah,
0: yeah. But they had, but they had had a reverse of their XG from last season. Like, like they've been getting lucky, right?
1: Yeah, but uh, that's what I mean. That that was a good old Brighton game.
0: Yeah. yeah, it was a good. Yeah, it was last season's Brighton game. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then uh, we should probably talk about Brighton. our other friends, the East West, the Brentford. The Brentford Love Fest is now like uh, turned up to twelve. Uh, like everyone's we in. We told you.
1: We told <laughs> I you. Did.
0: I was on that shit.
1: Yeah, we told you uh, early on about Brentford. I'm in love. with I but knew, boy, man. I had. Let me had it Let me close the book on Spurs, and we will stop talking about them for the rest of the episode. But yeah, you were saying so. If you put Sanchez in for Dyer, uh, oh, not then- Sanchez. I'm saying Rondon, uh, Rodon. Rodon, uh, Either way, but let's pretend that that that's not a weak link. Whoever you want to put in,
0: because he was so good against Crystal Palace, and then he's but gone.
1: Now with Emerson, and you don't have Tangangas, so you're not like that lopsided. You're literally basically just saying both uh, fullbacks just go right. Forget defense. We've got we've got the two center backs. We've got Hoybear sitting there. We've got Skip sitting there. Who, by the way, I did shout out Skip at the beginning of the year. He's um, he's fantastic. So you basically are sitting there you're 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 open to the counter down the wings i suppose but like you're putting so much pressure on them and you've gotten dombele for hopefully 60 70 minutes before he gets uninterested um and then he was good
0: he was good sun too. is
1: on another planet right now so He's, he might be he might be the best player not named salah in the league right now um, yeah i
0: mean uh you know the, the the issue city players always have is like when you do these best 11s they don't play enough so they never right. get there's so many good players on city right it's like it's like the the uh, the hockey team that runs four lines deep and no one ever scores all the points so like yeah they don't they, we have a we have a guys just for like yeah. five different lines we can just do whatever yep. and you're like was that team good cuz you're trying and to they, like get <laughs> historical contact. but they're awesome right exactly you're just like this team's ridiculous what yeah. do you
1: mean the team that they left off it's like oh they could beat the americans no problem um, i did some hockey research i was
0: looking at kousaferov today kousaherov the guy from uh, tampa kucherov oh kucherov yeah, I was excited by him because I that uh, was that uh whole ESPN thing? ESPN now has a, a magazine, it has a magazine show on hockey with oh, oh, as a oh,
1: Great. Um <laughs> quick tidbit on Kucherov. He missed all last season with hip surgery as a and scam, was on, right? And was on IR so that he could be on the salary cap. They were like 20 million over the salary cap last year. Not 20, like 12. <laughs> and then he Good shows up game one of the playoffs. He's like, I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, most, most points in the playoffs. He's an unbelievable player. But yeah, anyway. uh,
0: that, by the way, that's what's going to happen to NBA. Like players are just going to not show up and be like, hey, I'm showing up for the playoffs. This yeah. yeah. The, these sports with, bad, with useless regular seasons, there's no reason to play. Yeah, I agree. At all. Agree. Like zero.
1: Anyway, so. This is your um, international break show.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're getting loose. We're getting loose. The big, big news, the big news, big news. is Newcastle's Saudi purchase. Finally, occurring, uh, it had been blocked for all sorts of bullshit reasons. The real reason was money, <laughs> yeah. right? Uh, the real reason was that the in Sports, which is the number one international rights purchaser of the Premier League, uh, was which is based in Qatar, I believe, was blocked yeah. in Saudi Arabia and actively and intentionally pirated. And so BN was like, "No, they they cannot buy a team. We're gonna block it." So the television provider blocked the sale of a team. That's literally what happened. Okay, let's just be clear that that's what happened. And then the other piece was there was some modicum of ass covering by the Premier League to say this team is not run by the Saudi government, but is definitely run by the saudi government's investment company
1: yeah not the it's government. A guy, it's a guy who's so rich he also owns a country right like yeah. that's basically what so, we're talking about yeah.
0: here. yeah so the sovereign wealth fund uh that is that invests the saudi oil money for the royal family is separate from the government of mm-hmm. saudi arabia because that is how the Premier League got around their own rules of fit and fair, because they don't really want murderers to buy teams. But the company wasn't a murderer. But so it's let, okay.
1: But they let Roman Abramovich have a team.
0: Hmm. Well, it's not clear if he's a murderer, but oh, he might clear. be
1: It's just Russian murderer. It's just Russian, he's just Russian for murderer. Um, right. So
0: that's one, that's my thing, right? So Yeah. A couple of things that keep coming up. There is this notion of sport washing that came up from Miguel Delaney, who just has like a personal war vendetta against city. First of all, sports washing is a bad idea. Like if you want to clean up your country's act and make it look like a clean, squeaky clean thing, don't buy a Premier League team. Buy a newspaper. Exactly. (laughs) That's a a newspaper. Yeah. Like what Jeff Bezos is doing that's some fucking sports washing okay you don't see him buying teams he bought the washington post right oh he's so good he kept it alive because every fan is gonna be against your team and remind the world that you're a scumbag who kills people like if he thought that shutting up khashoggi was the way to fucking be like you know what let's have some turks chop that motherfucker up and put him in a suitcase by the way that really happened (laughs) (laughs) this is some real shit uh uh he worked for the washington post so jeff bezos's guy got killed this is some like gabriel princey ship like third century shit this is real islam shit i'm like hardcore with swords they chopped him up and put him in a bag in a box and now he disappeared but uh now they they cover that up and the united states has actually said that the owner the new owner of newcastle is a war criminal and killed this person and whatever human rights, blah blah blah. And now he owns the team. And the Premier League was like, "Well, it's not him; it's his company, so it's okay." Right. That's where we are now. Yeah. The money difference is City were rich at twenty four billion. This sovereign wealth fund is three hundred billion. Yeah, that's like, like you know, it's the, the Milky it's Way cities. has. Yeah, like yeah, it's <laughs> it's twelve cities. Now it's I don't think that, the they Manchester can't cities. right. They can't spend all that money at once. Uh, city got in under the line before financial fair play. They're going to have to do some creative, uh, you know, oh, wait, Arab okay. airline type uh, sponsorship me, deals me, that increase the revenue of the team.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. Yeah, they're going to have eighteen months before they increase revenues dramatically through sponsorships and whatever else, which you could almost argue they're going to get a cut rate deal on whoever these sponsors coming in are this is how they're going to pitch it to them right cuz it's like look idiot i have 300 billion to spend on this fucking football club get My in now for the price i'm for $100 giving million. you what i'm telling you is you yeah. get in for the price i'm giving you now i'm going to go full guinea on everybody listen yeah. buddy i'm making you an <laughs> offer here it's yeah, exactly. you're going to get in and this name is going to be synonymous with every trophy in moral football Right, so you're going to have the cha- like your name is going to be right next to the Champions League trophy, the Premier League trophy, the FA Cup, all that stuff. You are going to be everywhere, right? The same yeah, way gonna Eddie t- at Airways is going to
0: take down all those Sports Direct signs that Mike Ashley had been
1: right, using for free. Right.
0: Well, free. How much advertising did he get for that for every time I know St. what Sports Direct was on? is? Yeah, I never knew what it was. It's yeah, right. It's exactly. Basically, it's garbage. It's it's, it's fantastic. Shit. It's
1: fantastic. shit. Well, no, no, not even fanatics. It's shit. Um, I actually bought something from there for Christmas. Uh, it's shit models. Because yeah, I've been in a yeah. few of them. It's terrible. But um yeah, it's a bum. It's a shithole. Yeah. And
0: Models is out of business. So Mike Ashley will probably disappear as well. Exactly. So this is, I mean, but for the for the Newcastle fan, I have uh, I'm gonna look directly in the camera and tell you what you're gonna need to do. You are now going to have to defend the Saudi Arabian royal family and talk about oil. And learn all the fucking weird shit about your team's owners. Because that's the shit that's going to come at you from now until forever. Get ready. Because as a Manchester City fan, whatever you do will never count. Whenever you win the league, it won't matter. You'll always be oil. You'll be new Schmassel. And Liverpool and Manchester United and Real Madrid and Bayern Munich will have done it the right way. And your history, whatever it was, Alan Shearer. Will no longer matter it'll only That's matter that you were owned by a saudi prince
1: so sorry. two takeaways for me that <laughs> a it's um they're sort of a, a a former power that fell on hard times right they were,
0: okay let's step back they were never a real power See, let, let there, there is a sorry let me back up a little i'll give a little history lesson the reason that team has fame is because in the early years of the Premier League, they had a famous side that went toe-to-toe with United mm-hmm. and lost, right? It was one okay. season under Kevin Keegan, and is a famous interview, and it gets replayed over and over again. It's him going, it. I would love it. I would love it. And he's freaking out. And that's when they're, I don't understand the context of why that was bad. It's just that he freaked out in an interview, and he's just like, I would love to beat them. And that was the end of it. Then they sort of slipped down a little bit. They have a period where they're kind of lame and kind of weak. Then the world-famous coach, Sir Bobby Robson, gets a hold of them, famous for actually having managed Barcelona. Really good documentary, worth watching. I think it's on Amazon, about Bobby Robson. He was the manager of England in 1990. He manages Barcelona. He brings – Jose Mourinho is his protege. He's from the Bobby Robson tree. He was his translator. And he brings a little bit of class and sort of keeps – Newcastle United in line in the early two thousands, and then they decline. Mike Ashley buys them, and it's thirteen years of bottom of the table, mm-hmm. relegations, two relegations down, over the twelve year yeah. period. They have one super duper weird, fluky season where they finish fifth because uh, uh, Jabril's, uh, uh Cisse and and Demba Ba go fucking bananas and score twenty goals between them on on J- as January transfers. <laughs> which is insane. So they're, but they are a big club. They are a, the way those Northeast clubs, the way Sunderland is a big club and gets a show.
1: Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Newcastle has okay. literally a show called the, the Geordie shore. So they mm-hmm. to give you a sense of <laughs> where they are, <laughs> but now yeah. they are owned by a sovereign wealth fund and be happy. Newcastle fans. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. I'm and torn they have,
1: on it. I don't, they, Yeah, I don't dislike it. It's just, well for I think Spurs that and are,
0: Arsenal it's a disaster.
1: Yeah, well but for the whole league, for the villas, for, you know, for everybody, for the Brentfords, right? Like everybody, it's bad news. And I don't want to say like I'm not against the idea of better competition, right? And the way that we talk about Burnley how they never spend the money, Newcastle's a lot like that, right? Like they haven't really yeah, They had made, a cheap owner. Cut rate right, owner. very very cheap owner. So pocketing the 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 Premier League Profits. money. So mm-hmm. Fine. I'm not against if Newcastle were to start spending money and and Newcastle were to come back into the call it top half conversation, if you will, if they were Villa. it's gonna be fucking hard. But no, no. But what I'm saying is, if they were to do that with with the resources that they have now, which wouldn't be that difficult, by the way, um, to get from where they are to like eleven, twelve, is what I'm saying. Um, oh,
0: they they got to twelfth with Rafa.
1: But that's that. Well, Rafa, right? Like that was mostly him. But what I'm saying is, like, there was Rafa didn't want to stay. He's like, "Fuck this! That was so miserable doing that." Um, but he should but go back got, though. He'd be you've a you've fucking got one legend. of the most exciting players in the league. If you put players around him, you know, with, in Saint Maximin, obviously. Um, but if you just God, you you God. have pieces there. But now there are pieces. Yeah, for sure they'll now, get replaced. But yeah, it's the thing that put me off was that exact number you said before where it was literally 12 times the richest it was like Roman Abramovich and uh Sheikh Mansour and all of the of the ownership groups
0: it's a fuck ton of money
1: it's not even funny and yeah i don't know it 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 just i feel it feels dirty and the other thing was it is dirty they only and this is going to sound weird too they only spent 400 million on the team which 300 thank you 300 I think I was well, looking, sorry, 400
0: think, US. Yes, sorry. Yeah, I think I was looking at dollars. Yeah, was, I was doing pounds.
1: 300 pounds. Yeah, it's cheap. 3 million pounds. That's cheap for a team with St. James's Park, you know, all that. And considering MLS teams
0: cost 800.
1: Million. That's what I mean. I just, I don't understand. I don't understand. I don't
0: understand valuations in England either. I think it's because of relegation that they can. They, oh, absolutely. I just, I don't think they generate as much revenue. The seats are relatively cheap. Uh, there's only the 38 dates, you know, they can't just gouge fans because the difference I think they have is this sort of discussion we've been having and sort of talk about a lot is the, they have a third estate, right? U S sports are really just between the owner and the TV and the fans just get fucked. And it doesn't matter very, very rarely is there a fan protest that functions like the only one I can think of that worked where the owner's where the fans literally kicked the owner out was the Charlotte Hornets, I think like, and he didn't even sell the team. He moved, right? He was like, Oh, these people hate me. I'm moving. Right. <laughs> so, so I don't, Oh, in the, US owner, yeah, in the U S you mean in the U S where, where fans got a guy out.
1: Donald Sterling's a unique case. That is uh, a unique case,
0: but it was after 35 years
1: and the league. Took what about uh, the, team the, the Reds? Was that March shot?
0: She stayed for decades.
1: Yeah, she did. She did.
0: Right? So you can have, and the owners don't really have control over it, right? The league can control it and decide. But in England, you do have to deal with fans as an estate because they will fucking hammer you and show up at your house and organize protests. And the Newcastle fans have been trying to get this guy, this team sold from Mike Ashley for 10 years, at least. At least 10. They hate him. He's loathed.
1: and and so yeah, like I said, it's I'm not I'm, I am I am happy for the Newcastle fans because they're likeable enough and I don't have anything yeah. against them necessarily. They're from all the way in bumfuck up there. Like why would I have any problem with them as a Tottenham supporter? Uh, Sting is from Newcastle. That's right. But I uh it just feels like they they got what they deserved, the fans yeah. and they got a little extra too. They got about 30 Billion, 300 billion extra, excuse me, Mr. Zero. I,
0: I just, I don't I know, just, man. I just, I just, the thing that I think about is now I'm on like year 40 of sports, right? Like I'm seven, five, maybe started watching sports. Sports are always in decline, ending, and it's the, always the end of the world, right? Free agency is mm-hmm. going to destroy baseball. uh If we have a draft, it'll destroy baseball. If we do this, it'll destroy this. The strike is going to destroy baseball. The players make too much money. It's thug, it's thug basketball.
1: Ironically are- baseball is what's killing baseball
0: right but it's oh but it's oh but they're make probably making more revenue than they ever did uh the leagues are always crying poor and that they're gonna go under and that the old days were the better days right and mm-hmm. you hear this with the Premier League all the time and there is fear and it is a lot of money that their success of being literally the biggest league in the world and now they're just like starting to eat other leagues now they're just like way bigger like I think um the 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 pandemic has really damaged their only competition for players, which was Barça and Real. Now the Premier League, like the tenth team in the Premier League has more money than every team in France and yeah. every team in Spain. Like they can buy almost on the level with, with Real Madrid or Barcelona right now. Like when I see rumors that Raheem Sterling's gonna go to Barcelona, I'm like, what, what are you fucking kidding me? Why? He's not going anywhere. Yeah. No one's going to Barcelona. They're done. Like mm-hmm. Barcelona right now should be like calling this fucking shake guy and be like, my G, we got players, man. Let's see if we can rip <laughs> you off. Right. So one yeah. of the things that I think about with this money thing that I was talking about earlier is just like, does this the Premier League essentially at this point has so much money? It's funding all the other leagues. Like what I'm saying is, is that this money that comes in, it's just going to filter out into Europe. They should be fucking stoked. Right. The German teams that are cranking out. American players that they buy for a million dollars and sell for 10 or buy for 10 and sell for 40 or buy for 40 and sell for 120 should just be like, let us get a hold of some players. We're going to sell them to fucking Newcastle. That's going to be our new cash cow. And now the price of every Holland's price just went through the roof. All these players must be like, this is fucking fantastic. We're going to kill it. Right.
1: Harry Kane to Newcastle.
0: Harry came to New. He's over the moon right now. He's like, I don't have to fucking go. Who's going to be the coach? I'm ready. We're going to hire Pochettino. Oh, you want to hire? They're going to hire Pochettino. Go, yeah. Right? Go. I mean, you know, it, 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 it's The money doesn't like it's it's like energy, right? It goes somewhere. They're not putting it in their pocket. They're gonna spend, 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 and that's gonna fund growth across Europe. Maybe I'm naive. Maybe I'm stupid. Maybe I don't get it. Maybe it's American thinking. I'm not even gonna think about the fucking cultural stuff. Like, hey, England, you're literally the biggest colonizer in the world and caused all the problems that are in the world. Don't talk to me about fucking human rights abuses. Okay, shut the fuck up. (laughs) Right? Ooh, you know what? Shut up. Okay. Tell me about the fucking coal miners who couldn't breathe and how Margaret Thatcher destroyed the country. Shut the fuck up. Okay. Self inflicted Brexit wound. Come on, get out of here. <laughs> you know, just that's dumb. Like, I can't deal with like one country calling another country bad. I'm like, what do you think drone strikes are? Right. That's Khashoggi times countries. Yeah. Right. You yeah, kill yeah, people retired. all the time. <laughs> the, but, the you know, ivory
1: towers are just so yeah, yeah. Ironic. Like,
0: what what do people think drone strikes are? Like when they say yeah. the U.S. launched five hundred drone strikes, that's at least five hundred dead people, right? Yeah, right? That's not one journalist. Maybe we should just kill one journalist at a time, Robert Acosta. I'm watching you, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> right, like you know. So I mean, not that it's right or wrong, or we should live in some chaos society, but who the, who, who's calling who moral? I mean, yeah, who are you to say? Right. Right. Exactly. Like, you know, anyway. Yeah, anyway, fair. so it's exciting. Uh, I think it's good. I think it just puts the Premier League another... There'll be a left and a right to this. Not a left and a right, but there'll be fan people that are like, this is amazing. And then there'll be the sanctimonious people in The Guardian like Miguel Delaney and uh, Barry Glendenning, who just hammer it as sport washing and whatever. Yes, you're, you should... England should be happy that the Premier League exists. It's literally the only reason anyone knows England matters anymore.
1: If it weren't for the
0: Premier League, who would give a shit about England? Nobody. (laughs) Right?
1: Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, it'd be like, Adele.
0: No, fuck off. (laughs) So thank God for that. Um, There are games going on. Uh, I was very, very excited about the Nation League game today. So... I I have a bigger thing about it, right? They made it so that these friendlies didn't suck and they kind of didn't have anything. And I think when you force big countries to play each other and put something on the line, they show up. Yeah. Like Italy, Spain was like, Spain is not fucking around. Mm -hmm. Ferran Torres, apparently City has a striker. We just didn't play him as one.
1: Whose restaurant did they go to after the game? What? What are you talking about? So Spain won in Milan. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll be damned if I can remember who it is, but I'll try and look it up. They went to a famous Italian players restaurant to celebrate the win.
0: Oh, right. Right on. Um, uh, Totti in Rome? No, no, no. They're they're in Juve. They were in Turin. So Spain and France are set up for a final. Uh, Belgium, we pour one out for them. They are never winning. Uh, anything not with Vertonghen and Aldevar oiled oh, in the back, man. With, with Dedrick Boyata and flying wing backs, and again another one that I think about is: Are we sure Roberto Martinez is a good coach?
1: No, I'm pretty sure he's not. Like I don't understand why. Like all right, so put it this way: What uh, when it was I don't know, like those four years over the summer where Tottenham didn't have a head coach and they were talking to Roberto Martinez, I was like, maybe we could just have a player coach. Maybe we just fucking let Harry Kane do it. Like, yeah, I
0: don't think he's good.
1: He's terrible. Pretty,
0: I don't think he's a winning coach. He's like a he's like a shit Eddie Howe with better PR. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, he won the FA Cup with Wigan and then he had again, one good
1: he won he had a but he got relegated. Generation. What? He had a golden generation of But of I think he did he, it's, it's just thousands. like
0: he Yeah, but it's this idea that this the thing with Pep, the thing with Arteta, this philosophically being married to an attacking style when you're like my two best defenders are both 35 years old, and my next defender is Vermalen. Like, what are you doing? And a uh, Vincent company, and like yeah. the timing of it was all off. Like, they really should have won in 18 and didn't. Maybe that was their last window, right. exactly. or maybe even 14. Uh, you I know, was in the, US... the
1: Euros, the Euros.
0: Yeah, yeah. But, but they had a window there in 16 and 18, I think was probably yeah. their best their best so. shots. Uh, especially after after De Bruyne got the time with Guardiola where it's just like, oh, okay, whatever. He's now elevated himself. But mm-hmm. they're going to miss and not have won anything and just been a high FIFA ranked team. Because you know, one thing we know is defense in these tournaments matters. Like, yeah, you can play attacking styles, but what did Italy do when they had to win that fucking thing? They put Chiellini and Bonucci in defense and they went to war. Right? What does mm-hmm. France do with all the great attacking players? They fucking sit deep and hit you on the counter. When you're in these defensive, when you're in these tournaments and you want to win as a country, you have to defend. And Aldevaro Elden and Vitongan as good as they've been are just they were good in 2015, right? That was their peak season, 15-16
1: for you yeah. guys. Oh yeah. And yep. you were I plus I looked right, it up so the other day. Be...
0: How did you how did you lose at plus sixty six? Difference.
1: What's all, we're just, we just, I prefer missed. to say we didn't win more than lost. <laughs> was that the
0: Chelsea season? Was that the Conte season?
1: Yeah, somebody fucking that, tell me. That Conte say. team was
0: really good. Anyway, you get you don't get a trophy for that. Unfortunately, that was your that was your league, and you didn't get it. um yep. So there's that. uh There's Nations League. There's the US playing a qualifier today. They got that done. They beat Jamaica. They did. And we have Pepe doing well. um Apparently, I missed that there was a giant fight between LAFC and LA Galaxy. Fans had a brawl at the Trafico. Uh, That's called here in the West Coast a picnic, a a public park with cholos. That just happens all the time. Right, Right, I was going to say. I I I know that sounds terrible, but I have checked in with my Chicano friends uh, who are from LA and I'm like, Yeah, that looks about right. That just was a regular sort of drunk brawl. Happens at Dodger games every fucking, every other day in the parking lot. That just happens. It just was a little bit amplified. So that's not too bad. It doesn't have anything to do with Mexicans. I'm just saying it for fucking effect. Um, I don't want to get like, you know, Dave Chappelle fucking attacked by the
1: uh, by the. I hope we do. I hope we get big enough to be attacked like Chappelle.
0: (laughs) I watched it. It's really fucking funny.
1: I'm going to watch it on Saturday. Uh, I can't wait. It's really fucking funny. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking it's forward ha- to it. It's
0: it's half woke, it's half woke and then half not woke. So it's got a little bit of both. I'm sure he sets him up
1: and and knocks him down. I'm not okay. Oh, no
0: He's a fucking legend. He's so good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I have to look at my sheet here. Uh yeah, that that's all I've got. Uh we probably have to talk about Joe. Uh, yeah, so friend. let me
1: talk about Joe because I okay. mean, I like we said, you know, I I'm coming back from So for those that don't know, the reason I was missing for a week, not just because I was getting married, but was because I was driving to and from from Florida to New York and back, spending some time with family, spending some time in hotels along the way. Um, So there's a lot, I mean, eating out and all that stuff. There's a lot of silly expenses, shit with the dog. Um, So my friend, Joe, uh, you know him by now uh, at Attitude of Gratitude Consulting. uh, Really, I, I talked to him. I was like, look. This fucking wedding is so expensive, blah, 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 blah. Where can I kind of cut corners a little bit on the way to and from? Right. I was like, look, we're already com- committed to a bunch of this shit the photographer and the flowers and whatever. Um, but like, where can I basically try and, uh, you know, find an easier way to do it on the way up? So instead of going to the swanky hotel with uh, my Mrs. To Be and the puppy, uh, we found, you know, some, some, some what was it Hilton Garden Inns, shall we say, and and so just like some cheaper ways to kind of figure out, um, you know, things of things easier ways to kind of do the same things we were doing, just for a little bit, you know, smarter, right? Uh, and that's really just an example. We're scratching the surface of the stuff that he offers. Um, that's frankly that's common sense, Mike. You shouldn't need Joe from Attitude of Gratitude Consulting to do that. You're an idiot. That's all true. Um, but you know the way that he works with us with future planning and stuff like that. I mean, we're talking about potentially having kids. I know. Could you imagine another one of me in the fucking world? Um, but, you know, things like that where where my life got really real in the last 10 days. And Joe's been there the whole time talking me through, uh, you know, what the next steps are going to be and how to get there. So uh, do me a personal favor. Go to uh, attitudeofgratitudeconsulting.com. Um, you'll see his number right there. Give him a call. Tell him we sent you. Uh, and he'll he'll be like oh those morons yes us morons um, he's he's a great guy and I would I would feel confident having you put your trust in him the same way myself and Leron have done so one more time consulting dot com I meant to do that
0: that was a long read Mike yeah, I really you know, went I, for it it was yeah. feeling it was deep we made it to a half an hour it's, I, um,
1: I, I I have a feeling in that one so it's international yeah no break. that's great.
0: We don't it's know international what the fuck's going on. We have to talk about and I missed it. I, I meant it was in the the by the description of my bets last week. So I, l- I let everyone down and uh I have to apologize deeply. So I had Villa money line against Spurs, and Villa had their uh and and aside from the even though Spurs did beat City, they really shouldn't have. It was a goodish performance. This was Spurs' best performance. They played well. Uh, I I thought, you know, the way Villa had been playing, I thought plus 250 money line. Sure, I'll do that. Okay, no problem. Then I took the draw on Wolves Newcastle because they had drawn the last six times they played. I did my fucking research. That was plus 315. I felt good on that one. I was like, yes, this is going to happen. I feel incredible. Then I had Everton plus 625 to win in Old Trafford. And that bitch fucking tom davies decided to pass it i was so fucking close on that one i was feeling it (laughs) i have this new betting philosophy i'm like take take whoever's playing united at home for a draw or win when the coach you know in your heart is a better coach
1: so like you can you can ha- you can do the draw like double chance if you will like a win I don't or a draw. Know.
0: I, I should have done it, but I was feeling frisky. I was I had it as a draw, and then I changed Weird it thing is, last second into money line.
1: Your so your interests like your 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 knowledge I should say is like your what you're missing is the betting acumen, right? So yeah, like yeah, yeah, for sure. Like
0: the, the game where the, you
1: can go into that with well, yeah. the game within the game essentially. Yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. Okay. This is probably going to happen in one of these two ways. You could get fucked on a call or whatever happens, yeah. happens. But I had a parlay too. The
0: parlay was good too. Let me just finish the parlay. I yeah. had Burnley, Chelsea, and Leeds, which almost hit. But fucking Burnley couldn't beat Norwich at home.
1: Oh, Burnley.
0: That would have saved me a plus 330. I took all really good favorites. See, that's
1: what I'm saying. If you, if you, especially in parlays, if you do a couple of double chance on parlays, you've literally doubled your op, uh, odds of winning. Oh, you know so the payout anyway. won't be that great but if it's a parlay you're still coming out on top anyway so i know i look That's at the, all those act,
0: those akka crackers that the english have they have like the weirdest ones though there's yeah, like yeah, yeah.
1: three cards two shots
0: a ham sandwich and spurs winning you know, <laughs> one to 500 you're like yeah let's fucking do it <laughs> uh, but listen i'm doing it for fun i still think i'm up but uh i i'm still i'm five and 14 but i'm Plus two hundred in the money, on ten dollar bets. So, oh yeah, uh, yeah, I'm still up, but my my record is bad. But if you stick with me, I think I'll hit on those. Uh, I think betting against United is really the way to go.
1: Hashtag fade Ole.
0: Yeah, like just he's just,
1: like he, especially
0: like really good coaches. You're just like he's gonna get beat. Like oh, Villarreal when they play them when they play them at home, they're gonna beat them easy like he's got to go away to Villarreal he's gonna get murdered yeah <laughs> they yeah. almost lost they almost gave up four goals so yeah fade Ole for sure uh, that mm-hmm. is my recommendation uh, not yeah. when they play big teams though they when they up. don't have right they show, they show up. up especially because it's more of an instinctive time to play but if they have to break somebody down like if they play Brentford Brentford's gonna fucking light them up
1: I'm excited for that <laughs>
0: Can you see Mbomo on the break? I can. Oh, oh God. I can see him, I can Ivan see him Tony... hitting
1: a baby in the head in the fucking 20th row.
0: Can you see Ivan Tony just muscling oh, Lindelof? Like, just get the fuck oh, out of here. You that's bum. that's
1: something I can, I can see. <laughs> that's my problem, though. That's my problem with, with Brentford is that I just don't believe in Mbomo, and he scares the shit out of me. He, yeah, he's
0: gonna miss. He misses chances.
1: He has fucked me before, and I just I've got I've gotten burned on that. So, yeah, but now we've got Wisa Wisa
0: pulling out those draws and wins off the bench.
1: Yeah, yeah. fucking legends. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, let me ask you this: oh, going God. back to Newcastle.
0: Oh boy, um, Thomas Frank f- from Newcastle.
1: Oh, dude, seriously. <laughs> um, but that's what I was gonna say. Like, actually, so there you've seen the the um, the video of. Um, Griezmann playing uh football manager, right? Uh-huh. And he's sitting there and he's managing Newcastle. And uh-huh. I think he looks over at, uh it wasn't Mbappe. It was, yeah, no, it was Mbappe because it was during the Euros. And uh-huh. he goes, he turns to him and he goes, I just bought you for 140 million pounds. He's like, oh, cool. Where did I go? He's like, Newcastle. <laughs> like, that shit's going to happen now. <laughs> you know? I do wonder
0: if, uh, so there's a lot of, it's so much open speculation, like, they literally have, like, Steve Bruce is dead man walking. He's going to get fired, oh, like, God. tomorrow. Tomorrow, right? Yeah, Right. yeah. Who do they bring in? Like, that is the first signal. Is it, do they go with, like, Conte? You know what I mean? Is it going to be Conte and they just let him buy players? But I don't think they can do it that way because he needs specific types of players to make it work. Do they try yeah. and go, like, siege mentality Mourinho or is it or is he good with Roma right now like or do they try and build something and really you know try and work from there or does Rafa just really fucking pull a Liverpool and really stab at Everton and just like yo fuck you I'm going back <laughs> that would be amazing they'd hate him forever he would never be able to go back to Liverpool ever again
1: would... uh, as a city so all right you have to look at it this way because he might get sacked but like they're not going to bring in the guy tomorrow right like they're going to January at the earliest, but like they're gonna wait until a two. They're in the relegation zone, dude. They
0: need a real coach now. They're too no. good to be this bad.
1: They need a coach who can keep you know Big Sam for the end of the season. No, 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 no. no seriously, think about this. They need somebody who's gonna keep them in the league. If we're I under think... any illusions that come, you know, June, everybody's gonna be given their walking papers. Aside from St. Maximin, the backstaff, everybody fucking gone. <laughs> Right. Yeah. So yeah.
0: well, they're gonna hire up. There's actually it's not gonna be they're not gonna be getting rid of people, they're gonna be adding, right? Because I don't right, they're running on a skeleton crew right now, right? There's nobody, right? There. They right. Don't they're have just, any but stuff. they're just
1: gonna bring in they're gonna bring in similar to how City did, like they'll have like that that executive football board, if you will, and they'll just they'll they'll run everything, they'll be getting given unlimited funds for all of the support staff that we've right. talked All about on the, I think
0: the thing, yeah, the infrastructure piece is like before they buy a player, they can spend a right. hundred million dollars, right? right? Absolutely. Right. And that's the part that's interesting. Do they hire whoever the Theo Epstein is of the world? Exactly. Right? Like to build out a full system. Do they what? go to Barnes, Barnsley and actually literally hire Billy Bean? He's a, 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 on the board of Barnsley. Like, yeah. do they go down that route? Are they... Looking at the money ball world, do they go to Tony Bloom? Do they fucking raid Brentford and just go, you know I what? Say, if they, what do you guys do? Were, we're just gonna take all your guys. That's what we're I We're taking
1: do. Tony and we're taking Frank uh and the Gen Elt kid and everybody else have fun being really good stats, darlings. But we're gonna take a couple of headline players and the coach. I genuinely think Thomas Frank is not going to be coaching Brentford next year. And I think that it's oh, going it's to be good. because it's going to be because.
0: Or, or will it this be something happen. like, Spurs the other calling, one is like, is it Brendan Rodgers? Does Brendan Rodgers want to be like part? It, feel, it feels really rodgers to be like, I'm going to go to Newcastle and be like this, the first big buy. So he can, it's like an ego thing. Like, I'm yeah. going to save Newcastle. And then the dominoes fall. Then,
1: then yeah, Potter goes right, to so Leicester.
0: Frank goes, you know, then the things start moving let's around. Let's put like, this in a,
1: city terms, right? Mark Hughes is- didn't get fired for a while
0: right when he when they took over it took him right. a year or two
1: exactly because he was playing okay that's not going to happen with steve bruce but what i'm saying is let's go six months down the line right so mm-hmm. we're at eight months down the line. we're at the end of the season jesus the season is long um so you're sorry. looking at you know a, a new manager like i said all the backroom staff but Realistically, how soon did the players start coming in for City? Was it immediate in the first window? Was it the first summer window, or is it like kind of, you know? Because you know, I don't. That's I, don't they- I, I know
0: I don't remember. There were guys that came in just before the takeover. So Zabaleta and company are literally bought that summer in two thousand eight, and the buyers come in in the winter because it They have a crook, criminal tie guy. Who's a loser? And it's actually the same woman who brokered this deal, brokered that deal. So it's the same okay. that woman, I don't remember her name, but she's involved with both these deals. Um, but the first purchase was Rabinho, yep. uh, as a splash. You're like, oh, and we're here, what, it's uh, cool. And it, it's like 40 million dollars. He comes from Real and he thinks that he signed for Manchester United, but he signed for Manchester City because he didn't right. know. And he's the rapist who's in
1: jail now. Right. And and that's the guy that uh Sir Alex was mad about, right? Yeah, noisy name. Um, yeah, so yeah. that's what I I'm, look. We talk about it all the time too. One major signing is not going to make this team a, a European contender, right? They're going they to get have a field, to build. Go. got a long, they got way, a to long go. way to go. I mean, look, is it going to? Are they going to go absolutely buck wild next summer? Yeah, probably, right? But like, um, especially oh, no, what, it was teams. it was
0: September first, last day of the window. They got Rubinho went right to
1: City, but in 2008. So there's. I'm just curious about I'm actually really interested to see how the next eighteen months go for Newcastle because I want to see them I want to see how their money sort of starts to manifest itself. But it will, like I said, all right. I for their sake, I hope it starts with the backroom staff, you know, some mild stadium improvements, things like that where like that doesn't count as financial fair play, right? Nope. Like, like you can do all that shit, which is—it's sort of weird how they—they they write it, but it's sort of—it's hollow by nature. Um, that's how I see this kind of playing out first. Like, look, build the bedrock, build the foundation, then start to put. You know, uh, what did Pochettino always say? Yeah, uh, you've—you've built a beautiful house, but you always have to have new furniture in it too, right? Um, so you—you you don't have the house yet. So build Mm -hmm. the house and then stock it with as much fancy shit as you can, which is an unlimited amount. But um, I want to see them take that approach. I'm sure I'm not sure if they will.
0: So I'm just looking at the first window of Sheikh Mansour was 173 million out, which in 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 you mean in in 29 out 179 million 173 million
1: in. Let's put that in today's terms: 500. (laughs) Easy? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, right? it's also different. You, there was no FFP.
1: No, no, I know that. But what I'm saying is, the just the, the market, the player prices, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, that it's, didn't really spike. What bail was a hundred million four years later? Yeah, right. No, so, no, no.
0: Bail. Yeah, 2013. Yeah, four years yeah.
1: later. So, I mean, you're talking about players who the the tippy top end of guys were going for 35, 40, right? Whereas today they're going for 150, 200. The
0: windows are crazy. It's 173, then 162, then 201, then 100. So that's three windows. They just fucking poured a half a billion dollars in players in.
1: Right. (laughs) And again, in a time when nobody else was, which is so important. I mean, basically they put in,
0: they do 100 to 200 every year. Oh my God. The last in 20, the first year of Pep, they did 300 million.
1: Yeah. No, I, I. But again, that's we have to really give scale in context because who? All right, are oh, you looking at cities, right? I was going to yeah. say pull up the 2009 transfer in an, uh net spend, I guess, for the Premier League, and that will really give the scale because it has to be if they what is 162 or whatever you said. It's a crazy, no, yeah. The net, nobody, the net
0: spend for the league, no one's even close.
1: That's something I, I would guess yeah. that the next the next team is at 75. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well the big so, the big
0: one is the big one that completely transforms the team is is Mancini's first in 10-11. It's Jecko, Torre, Balotelli, Silva, Korolev, Milner, uh, and Boateng. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's yeah, that like,
0: that's a that's a pretty good window. Right. Uh, plus tons of other kids. All right,
1: here's a good one. Win. Here's a good bet. Over under 350 million for Newcastle's first summer window.
0: I don't think they can do that. I don't think that they can spend that much money because it has to be in line with where the revenue is. So I don't know what they're, there's a, essentially a soft cap. I don't know if they care or how FFP is working right now. They can't spend more than they bring in. So we know that each team gets something like 180 million, I think from the Premier League. I think this is some fucking crazy number like that. Mm-hmm. Plus, and, they, and we know they don't have any debt. Right. Because yeah. they because, just because uh, they no and they're well run. Right. The team has not incurred any debt, so they can probably do that kind of they can probably do one hundred million easy because that's what Villa did. They can probably do one hundred, maybe two hundred if they're lucky, but it all depends on the revenue. Well, Villa Villa
1: did one hundred because they they made one hundred on Gleilich right
0: well but i mean before that when they came up they spent the ton as well right oh they yeah, bought, yeah they yeah. brought
1: in watkins and they
0: brought in a bunch of dudes so yeah, yeah. I, i'm not sure i'm not sure how that works but it's going to be fascinating I, this is what i mean like it, it this is an injection of a new narrative right like it was yeah. getting a little stale with city and liverpool and man united kicking when they're down and the trying and the attempted rise of of can spurs and arsenal can spurs sort of was Pochettino the reason for Spurs or can they get back onto the ladder of, of European? Can Arsenal get back to where they were? Or are they really just that decline from 2004 is real and they never got out of it? It's really what happened. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, is Leicester now getting stuck? Do they need to change this? And then, you know, you have the ambitious teams that are lower than that group. I feel like Villa, um, Brentford is there. I think Villa, Brentford, Brighton. These are all teams that really want to be in the top ten and expect to be there. And Run, Wolves a couple years way, ago. Right. And Wolves a couple years ago too were sort of like, hey, yeah. they they've got a good owner that they're pushing for. So there's a there's a handful of teams on the way up and a handful of, on the way down. And we still have the yearly jeopardy of three teams go down, three teams come up. <laughs> yeah. And somebody has to go, right? Yeah, so, but you're
1: right. It has been it's sort of stale in the sense that like the best team in the league this year cares more about the champions league than the, than the premier league and Chelsea cares more about the premier league than champions league. So aside from those narratives, I guess you could say, I mean, we have been wanting for a, a new challenger, if you will, right? Like we, we haven't gotten it. And it's partly because city and Liverpool have pulled so far away. Um, But this doesn't do it overnight, but you will see over the next five years, that Newcastle will be in the European spots, which as we alluded to at the top of the show is bad news bears for Spurs, for but, Arsenal, but will for they? It's,
0: The thing that makes the year, the I think this is the piece that it's somewhat forgotten. I think
1: challenging. I didn't say makes, they'd be the, in them.
0: No, no, no. There's only five spots, six spots. Yeah. Well, there's seven, right?
1: Oh, seven. True. If you count this, never mind. I don't want to talk about anyway, it.
0: Anyway, let's not talk about that. But there's, there's really five spots, right? Or six. Yeah. Right, two Europas and four Champions and four, League yeah.
1: Yeah, and they're,
0: there's they're, now there's going to be now not a big six but seven teams for those six spots Or and that doesn't even mean and that doesn't account for gate crashers like Leicester and Aston Villa who are trying and I, I put West money Ham. on West Ham, I mean West Ham, they're for sale by the way, that's another one
1: Ooh. Jeff Bezos
0: <laughs> don't you fucking no, Jeff no. Bezos <laughs>
1: Those nerds, they don't, they
0: don't even get it, man. It it needs to be, that's the thing that it's always the sort of starving wealth fund people. Uh, the thing that's funny is like, you look at the other wealth is like, some of these people are really rich and don't spend any money. Like the Cronkies could really be like, we got this right. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, sorry. Arsenal do spend a lot of money, but it's all relative to whatever. Anyway, Mike, let's wrap this up. Uh, we're good at, we could chat about this kind of stuff forever, but, uh, this is the stuff I love. I missed you tremendously. Um, (laughs) And uh that was the Squeaky Bum Time podcast with Mr. Mike Salerno and Mr. Laurent Cortines. We are the football wing of the Chop Sports Network. We record on Tuesdays and Fridays, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss an episode. And if you're listening on Apple, please review the show so we can have more people listening. We are growing and we need you to grow like a penis.